Hello, everyone, and welcome to Treks in Sci-Fi, a kind of a special edition this week for podcast number 154 for December the 23rd, 2007. Just a couple of days away from Christmas right now. We've got a uh, the bulk of the show today, basically all of it, is going to be a Skype call with uh, some of the usual uh, forum members and friends of the podcast. We discuss uh, television and movies and Christmas things. Lots of good fun. It was recorded yesterday on, on Saturday the 22nd. Yes, that's what it would have been. And I uh, had a good time. It's about an hour or so long. Uh, and uh, definitely listen to the whole thing. There's a little special treat at the very end I think everyone will enjoy. Uh, a couple things I wanted to make some announcements here since I won't really do it later on in the show or at the end of the podcast. Uh, first and foremost, I think I'd like to just wish everyone that listens to Treks in Sci-Fi a very happy holiday season. Merry Christmas or whatever you happen to celebrate at this time of year. Uh, I will also be talking to you again before the New Year, so we'll save the New Year wishes for then. But again, uh, I hope everyone has a great holiday and gets lots of geeky presents. Um, Next week's podcast, I'm going to uh, switch over and do a little Star Wars show uh, next weekend. It will be a podcast uh, basically about uh, Revenge of the Sith. That's the last of the Star Wars films that I haven't taken a look at yet, and I'd like to... uh, kind of finish those off so next weekend will be revenge of the sith if you'd like to comment on that movie send a email uh with an audio file to trek sf at gmail.com or you can always call the voicemail line 66 uh, sorry 206-6666-127 and leave a comment there i'd be happy to uh, play those and uh anything you have to comment about the last of the star wars movies uh i'd love to hear about that a couple of uh, related Star Trek announcements I wanted to make. The first part of, uh, I think this is going to be a three-part uh, video release of Star Trek of Gods and Men, which can be found at StarTrekOfGodsAndMen.com. The first part of that just came out yesterday. This is the Tim Russ uh, production that he's gotten together a lot of Hollywood people and, and fans of Trek uh, to create this movie uh uh, experience in Star Trek type episode for the web. Uh, it is a free download. Just go to that website and you can download and watch uh, the first part, which I thought was pretty good. I watched it last night and I think they did a good job. Uh, you know, it's a lot along the lines of what they're doing over at Star Trek New Voyages. So I think if you enjoy that, you'll enjoy this as well. Also wanted to remind everyone that uh, Sebastian Pruth and Andy Tyrus production of uh, uh, this continuing mission, which can be found over at continuingmission.com is going to uh, release their first audio uh, Star Trek drama on Christmas Day. So basically, uh, you're going to have a nice little extra Christmas present there from those guys. And uh, the quality, we've talked to them uh, on the podcast uh, before. I'm going to talk to them again soon. But the quality of this production is really top-notch. I noticed there was a little even CNN article about these guys the other day. So uh, kudos to them, and I'm really looking forward to listening to uh, their first episode on Christmas. Well, folks, that should just about wrap up my little introduction parts and bits. Again, uh, happy holidays to everyone. Stand by after this little intro bit of music, and we will get right into uh, the Skype call right after that. So stand by for a lot of fun. It's Christmas time! Yeah! All right, Captain's Log, to do six, eight, something... But it doesn't matter because it's Christmas! Bold! It's Christmas! Aren't you excited? I hate Christmas! What? How could someone hate Christmas? My oh. ex died last year! 
Welcome to this Skype call, everyone. This is Rico, and we have with us uh, today some of the usual suspects uh, on the Skype call. We're going to talk a little bit about TV, movies, and a little Christmas talk. Uh, not exactly sci-fi, but maybe we'll try to uh, put a little sci-fi spin on it. So uh, with us today, we have uh, Jen, who you've heard before. Say hello. Merry Christmas. And we have Kenny. Hey, guys. And we also have Jeff, Jedi Jeff. Merry Christmas, everyone. And we have our book club runner, the Duffster. Hey, everybody. And we also have King Linkster, also known as Tim. Merry Christmas, all. All right. So, well, I'm glad everyone was able to. Today is Saturday, uh, December 22nd, a couple days till Christmas. I'm glad everyone could join us today on the show. I know we've got... Uh, a lot to cover and talk about, and Christmas is a few days away for, uh, for well, I guess the whole world, not just us. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so the uh, the first thing I'd like to talk about, I guess, and and maybe Kenny, uh, can you give us a, a, a an update on this writer strike thing? Have they just basically given up and decided, uh, well, you know, we're not going to have any more TV this year? What what, what do you think? What, what's the scoop? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me this. Um, See, then you yeah. should be be ready. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it actually, I think all talks have dropped. They're not even trying anymore. So I don't know if they're uh-huh. going to, they're not going to do anything at least until the new year. Yeah, well, I figured they'd want a nice long holiday. So they, I figured they yeah. probably wouldn't, but they don't well, have, uh, do they have? Well, they like... were hoping, yeah, they were hoping to finish it before holiday just because of Christmas and, sure. you know, people being out of work. But after that, you know, disastrous, uh, uh, talk that they had earlier, what I think it was last week, right? And, uh, yeah, you know that it just kind of fell apart. Now it looks like uh, actual individual companies are going and making individual uh, contracts with the writers. Oh, the that's writers. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because I know uh, David Letterman's uh, World Pant Corporation or whatever his company is called is is doing that. Now, does that so, still get, does that get those people in trouble for kind of like? going around the 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 that, writers that, union yeah yeah well wga is making a deal with that company specifically for their writers oh, meaning okay. that that show can have writers but will the actors cross the picket lines well you know that's it's going to start looking bad if little companies are doing you know their own thing and not with a big group of people yeah 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 they've always so, tried to stick together kind of you know yeah drink the yeah. numbers so I mean, right now there's no end in sight. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of too bad. I mean, I heard the other day there, the, yeah, the talk shows looked like they were going to try to come back, like the Conan O'Brien and the and the Tonight yeah. Show with Jay Leno were saying they're going to come back at the beginning of, oh uh, eight, with their. But they're show. coming back with no writers. 
Yeah, exactly, which is interesting. Yeah. You know, until now they've said, oh, we need writers, we need writers. Well, then now it's like, well, I guess they don't need them maybe that badly. And then I read that they said, well, we're like you were talking about their they feel bad about all the other people that are affected and not yeah. not working. So they feel like yeah. they need to uh, to get those people, you know, keep those people on on staff. Yeah. So. I mean, what's happening is there's become there's a kind of a backlash because, you know, people want to support the writers, but the writers aren't the only ones affected. It's tons of other people. And oh, all yeah. those other people are finally, yeah. you know, this has gone on too long. And they're you not know, being, this... you know, the writers at least being on strike, and I don't know with the details and the money involved, but uh, when you're on strike, there's usually they're they're usually being some kind of strike fund or pay going to them, and the people yeah, like that I... are doing, you know, I don't know the set design and all the other people behind the scenes, they're getting nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're all literally being fired. They're all let go. You're right. Exactly. No, no, no guarantee of coming back. So at this point, we feel like there are some shows with. Uh, that have a few episodes I know left to show, which will which will um, come on in 08, and a couple of series are going to come back. Like uh, I guess Lost is still set to come back, and and Battlestar Galactica is going to start back up, even with a short season, right? I think. Yeah, I think they said in March it's going to start Yay. back up. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so even though they're only yeah. going to be showing like about what eight or nine or ten episodes of these things, they're they're going to still show them. You know, there will be some. Well, yeah, and- and there's also new series that, you know, are like mid-season replacements that have full, you know, 8 to 13 episodes, like uh, the Sarah, Sarah right, the Terminator Chronicles. Yeah. Yeah. I read that they so, threw I mean, Terminator at the beginning of that name now. Did you read that? Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. I noticed that on the commercials. Yeah, it's called like Terminator, the, or colons, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, like, you know. Yeah. Like, try to let all those people out there who don't, you know, have a clue about what it is, you know, what, it, yeah. what this is. Oh, that's yeah. the Terminator, yeah. Yeah, so that'll be starting up in January, and and then, but it's looking like any shows that have kind of ended their run, like, uh, for example, Heroes. They're done. They're done till at least probably next fall. Yeah, which is pretty sad. That's a long time away. Yeah, especially since they all, most of those shows had a fairly short run this year anyway, on top of that, you know. It's not even like yeah. they had a full season, so... Um, yeah. What did everybody think about that mentioning uh heroes? What did everyone think about how that for the people that watched that uh how that ended up uh for the season uh who uh who would like to uh, talk about that? King, do you watch that? I think you do, don't you? Yeah, I watched it. I found the ending to be quite good. Uh it, it brought a nice end to the season. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they did a pretty good job with it too. There was a lot going on in that uh in that last episode and it uh and then of course it left some things hanging which you knew that was going to happen too but uh i thought it was good i i uh i liked it quite a bit uh how about you kenny what did you think about that um i actually enjoyed it i know i'm one of the few who actually enjoyed the second season um but uh i i thought the ending was you know for what they had to do i mean technically it was the mid-season ending you know before they went on their little hiatus right they they tweaked it a little bit to make it more finalized because they knew it was gonna be the last episode but um i you know it answered some questions it uh left some cliffhangers and you know i look forward to volume three villains yeah exactly they've uh there's a little uh preview of that floating around out there on the internet i i i've seen it i think uh you had posted it or someone i think it was yeah yeah, posted it up on the forum, and uh, it looks pretty cool. You know, that's uh, is that because they had already filmed a few more episodes? Is that where they're getting some of that from footage? They, yeah, they must have. Yeah, 
you yeah, know, that's probably yeah, because they probably shot a few episodes. There's past a few things in at. there, you know, that that you know they're not taking. It's not like they showed scenes of this past season and then said, yeah, you know, coming next season, villains. It was, you know, the little bits, and I think it's kind of unofficially out there. You can find it on YouTube if you search around, but you know, there's uh, there's definitely stuff in there that we haven't seen before. So, um, okay, who's vacuuming? <laughs> Or or making go. a drink. It sounds like a blender. Or yeah. <laughs> make me one if it's a margarita or something. Um, but yeah, I thought they I thought they ended up with uh, the the season pretty well with heroes. Who else uh, has watched that? Jeff or Duffster? Or Jen? Jen? I don't think you are watching that, right? Uh uh-uh. uh Okay. Um, no, I was watching it there, Rico. So um, I agree. I, I I thought that was a pretty good uh, finish. Like say, a few of the episodes kind of leading up are a bit kind of. The storylines were a little rushed, especially that that one with Nikki. Uh, I felt was kind of a rushed storyline, but I guess yeah, that seemed totally probably like out to. there, you know, out in the its own little world versus everything else that was going on, kind of right with her yeah, and the copycat seemed, girl and, and her boy and everything, and that yeah, that it seemed was weird. Seemed, to, seemed the story was so kind of small compared to like you know the larger you know kind of issues that some of the other heroes were handling like hers in the end was just it was, it was such a small story but like i said i guess you know they probably didn't have really the the time you know obviously with the strike and uh things like that to really flesh that story out so i guess it's uh, kind of what we got with that so yeah i should have said at the beginning of this uh discussion uh you know spoiler alert for for people that aren't caught up on this at all we you know, there's a couple things I wanted to mention uh, with regards to heroes, at least. That, I mean, do, does anyone do people think that the people that died in that episode are really dead, or what, what's everyone's take on on that? I, I, I personally, I don't know. It's like it's a comic book type show, so I, I think these people are not dead. I mean, they've well, they've shown people come back from being basically dead before pretty easily. So, what do you think, that's, Kenny? That's true, um, but I've read officially that one is dead. And okay. the other one is un- the other one is unknown. Yeah, yeah, that's so, uh, that, that's probably I mean, what I think too. I mean, they they can't just keep doing that. People will get kind of, I think, a little annoyed about, hey, they're dead. No, they're not dead. Oh, they're dead. No, <laughs> they're not. Oh, yes, you are. You, you know. Yeah. So uh, I mean, you got to get to the point where you, that can happen. I mean, it's a little unfortunate, but uh, you know, Lost has done that too. You know, they've had they've had some people get you know they're gone. They're gone. Although they yeah. seem to, they're able to slide them back in occasionally through flashbacks and and different things, but it's um, you know that I think is important to a show, or else you start to lose kind of uh, your belief in it a little bit. So uh, it, it becomes a lot less dramatic if all of a sudden you know somebody dies and they can just come back the next week. It doesn't really have the yeah, same. like say with Noah there. <laughs> He he died, and then uh, like say it wasn't more than a few minutes into the next episode, and he was back. So you know it was yeah. That was he's quick. like the best though on that show. I mean, I would have been unhappy if he disappeared. I mean, he's just uh, he's one of the most interesting and coolest characters, at least to me. I think on there, uh, I just like him a lot. I think he's uh, you know he's he's not black and white. He he's sort of in the middle, and you never exactly know what you're going to get, and keeps you guessing a little too. So. But that was a bit of a surprise, yeah. That was. Anything else uh, about the last show or about heroes in general? Hey, are they still you know, doing the this or or what are they calling it? The the spinoff show for it is that no, still going to happen? Yeah. No, it's it's on it's on permanent hiatus. 
so, which is like uh, basically means it's sitting on a shelf somewhere, right? They're not working on it yes. at all. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe next you know season three they'll do it in between. Yeah, but right but right now it's it's not even being thought of. It's gone. Right. Yeah. That's uh, that's kind of I, I don't know. You think the strike was a big part of that reason that they stopped that, Kenny? I think that was part of it, and I also think the slipping ratings of Heroes. Yeah. You know. Which, that that also added to it. It's just like the movies these days. It seems like it, unless you're like a blockbuster, you know, crazy blockbuster hit, you're considered a failure. Like there's no in between. It's like you're yeah. either a blockbuster and a big hit and you're in the top 10 TV shows or the top one or two movies or you're a failure and it's it's kind of sad really. And and that'll that'll segue me into the next show unless anyone else has more to talk about on heroes, but I wanted to talk about uh I wanted to talk about Journeyman, which to me was the, of the new shows at least, my favorite that was on this, this fall and and didn't do good in the ratings. And now it appears they've they've shown their last episodes. And I, I just love that show. And I it, it just makes me really sad that they didn't want to like support it a little bit more. And I know they've got other series on the air that, that aren't doing that great for ratings either. And they decided to kind of keep those going. So... Uh, it, you know, I think it had a great cast. The scripts were good. It got more interesting at each episode. I just thought it was really good, and it just bothers me a lot. They don't now. You know, I was talking to my friend about this the other day, um, Mark, who's on the forum. I was we were talking about it, and I was making the point and saying, you know, if I was sitting in one of these studio offices and there were, okay, we can drop this show that's doing kind of, you know, it's not doing great ratings, but you know, rather than trying to find a new time slot or working with it or advertising more. Well, let's just start over from scratch. Let's let's build a whole new show. Let's build all new sets, and then we'll see how that one goes. You know what I mean? And it's like, what, what's better? Try to build up a show a little bit and, and and keep it going, or just starting over? And they just, I don't know why they think it's always better to start over. Why do they think? I mean, every season they do that, and most of these shows fail anyway. So, uh, anyone have any comments about Journeyman or about what I just said there about that? Uh, it's Jeff here. I got a couple. Sure, go ahead. Yeah, I feel just exactly like you, Rico. I, I really love that show. It was uh, my favorite uh, new show of the season. And uh, I say every episode just kept on getting stronger and stronger. And uh, right. like say, you know, Dan would travel into the past. And then, you know, you know, the first few episodes, you know, they felt kind of one-offish. But then it started really building on it. And then, you know, the things exactly. that he did in the past started to kind of affect him in the real life. And those stories started to get kind of more combined and just i'm just maybe the you know like say maybe the, the stories got maybe complex for some people and and they tuned out but like say it was just such a a wonderfully wonderful show and like say i agree with you it's just like it's frustrating that you know they had such a solid show and like say, i haven't read any bad things about the show people have all been very positive about it exactly but right the ones i watch to, yeah decide to cancel it and it's just like you know, try it in a different time slot or, or, you know, like put some promotion behind it or something like that. But just to cancel it and then try another unknown just seems like just, just Sure, I mean, waste. what makes them think that's going to work any better? I, I don't know, you know, rather than trying to build up. Uh, and like you said, it was getting even stronger. So it's, um, yeah, that's it's, it's, very, uh, it's very disheartening. And I think part of it, I was reading on a couple other forums uh, – that I that I watch uh, one person and a couple actually more than one a lot of people had th- these kind of comments they would say things like well you know I don't even start watching these shows anymore because th- they cancel so many of them 
And I really think that that has a lot to do with why these things start out maybe even okay in ratings and then go down because people are they start to hear like, uh, oh, it's not doing very good in the ratings, and then they just sort of stop watching. You know, they just they jump off the wagon kind of thing, and um, because they don't want to be disappointed. And I don't really blame them exactly. I, I can understand that, but I think they, it's sort of like a self fulfilling thing. It's like, well. This show probably won't be around after, you know, this season, so why why bother, kind of. And, and until they change their attitude about supporting the show and keeping them on longer, I think people will still have those attitudes and feelings about it. You know what I mean? I mean, they've created a situation where no one can depend on a show staying around, so therefore people won't start watching them. And again, every new show I think that comes out is going to face that a little bit, unless you somehow hit the right beat in the right time slot and become this you know real big hit or whatever but uh i don't know i just i think they're missing things yeah you even saw that with heroes like you say you know it's just like this year you know it's you know heroes was such a big thing last year and then this year the ratings slipped and it's almost like up you know everyone dumped it yeah a lot of people dump this and find something else now it's just like or even lost you know lost you know the ratings started to slip you know maybe some of the stories weren't as strong and People are like ready to pitch dirt on it, and I think the networks feed the audience with that. You know, they're they're saying, "Well, we're going to pull this if the ratings don't come up, or we're not feeling good about the right, show," and then right. chases viewers away. And in this age, I think the thing that really happens is with the internet and and news is so fast and to the people that they immediately pick up on it, and it's like everyone kind of. Uh, it's like you go into a store, or you go into the mall, and you see a big crowd of people. Everyone kind of naturally flocks over to it. You know what I mean? It's like they're lemmings or whatever. <laughs> it's like, oh, Lost is a popular show. I should watch that. Or, or, or you know, this show's not so popular. Well, I'm not going to go over there then. And and, mm-hmm. and it's and it's all. No one just seems to say, hey, I'm going to give that a shot on my own, no matter what anyone else says, and kind of make up their own mind about it a little bit. But you know, you always want to, you know, you listen to other people to a point, but. I, I just think they've uh, set themselves up a little bit, you know, that they're they're reporting like movie grosses. I never understand how they do this. You know, a movie will come out on a Friday and they say, well, it looks like this movie's going to make 20 million only this weekend. I'm like, well, you know, well, how do you even know that yet? <laughs> it hasn't even it's not even the end of the weekend. And they, I know they make estimates and I know how they do it. But I'm just saying, you know, maybe they shouldn't do that. Maybe they shouldn't start throwing things out on the ratings for this show or this or, you know, within minutes of it airing. And I, I don't know. I, I'm just getting off a little bit on a tangent. But they, I just think they're really hurting themselves by, by a lot of this. And I know people demand, you know, kind of this information and they're kind of releasing it. But I, I think it's hurting them a little bit too. So, Any- By contrast, the – Flash Gordon is still going, right? Oh my gosh! How is that? How is that possible? How, how is that? I don't know. I saw it on sale as a DVD at um, Blockbuster, or no, at uh, Best Buy last night. I couldn't believe it. I mean, they, <laughs> they wanted twenty bucks for that steaming pile. Nobody <laughs> likes that show. The people that aren't sci-fi fans, they of course don't watch it. The people that are sci-fi fans don't watch it. I don't understand. I, I just. Yeah, when I when I see a show on the air like that, and then they, you know, and it is cable and it's sci-fi, so that that is part of the thing, you know. I would, you know, I was hoping with Journeyman. Who knows? Maybe it, you know, there are a lot of petitions, and for people out there interested, there are some links on the Treks in Sci-Fi website and on the forums for you can write letters, emails, uh, sign a petition to to work on saving the show. And I encourage anyone that enjoys it to do that. Uh, I'm sending some things off 
but um, but you know they they just you know there's a show like that on, and then there's you know Journeyman gets canceled, and a show like Flash Gordon is still running. I, I although I heard it didn't get picked up yet for another season, so maybe there's uh, they've learned Some something. <laughs> but uh, you know, part of it I think is sci-fi doesn't really have a lot of choices. You know, they lost one of That's the Stargate true. shows. Battlestar's not back on yet, so it's like uh, we could show some more wrestling. Yeah, yeah, let's show them some more wrestling, you know. But uh, there's so much, you know, Sci-Fi Channel used to be better. I mean, there's so much old, good sci-fi product and content out there, and they just don't seem to want to buy it or pay for it. They used to show a lot more reruns of old, cool shows, but that seems to have disappeared. So now they Mm -hmm. think, oh, we could do all our own original programming, like Flash Gordon, you know, or Painkiller Jane, and, and, and just it's it's just sad it's just uh but anyway and i heard they canceled uh the 4400 and the dead zone too on as far as cable and and, and sci-fi type shows uh, you watched some of that right kenny you were watching the yeah 40, yeah 44? i watched 4400 and i'm so devastated that they canceled that now did they season. did they get a chance to, to have they had a chance to end that show at least without it just sort of stopping or what's what happened well with- Every season, uh, 4,400, that's when, one thing that was great about it is that it would change. Some huge thing would happen at the season finale, and then all of a sudden the story would go in a whole new direction. Uh-huh. So they did, they did the same thing with season four. You know, It ended the storyline, and then all of a sudden this huge revelation. You're like, wow, next season's going to be awesome, and then it's done. So, I mean, there was a, a, you know, a you know, completion to it, but still. Yeah. You know, it could have been, it could have gone on. They kept changing, so that's one thing I loved about it. Right, yeah, that, um, I guess it was pretty surprising. I don't know what the ratings were doing for um, for those It was really surprising, out of the blue. I thought thought it had been building a pretty good following over the last few years when it was on. Yeah. Because usually when when they see a show increasing, you know, they'll they'll stick with it. Yeah. I wanted to talk about the, what you mentioned earlier about uh, them dropping shows. Yeah, and, you know, making new ones. Yeah. Um. Sometimes it's sometimes it depends on the show. Like if it's effects heavy or if it has a big cast. You know, money wise, shows don't make money until they're in their third season because then they can go into syndication and go on DVD and. Right. Right. You know. Well, actually, now with DVDs, they can do first season on DVD. But shows really, you know, and it's not the network that makes the show; it's the actual production company that sell, that you know sells the show to the network. Uh huh. Right. Um. But for them, you know, and sometimes it's easier. I mean, I watched the first three episodes of Journeyman, and I was watching too much TV and didn't have a lot of time, so unfortunately it was dropped off. And, of course, I hear it gets better as it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it just – I don't know how effects-heavy the, the series was. Not a you know, lot. It... Not a lot. I mean, he would travel back only, like, 10, 20 years so they could get by with, like, different kinds of uh, costumes a little bit. And his little effect for traveling was pretty – yeah, I can yeah. do it on my computer, so it wasn't super, uh, super heavy okay. on that stuff. I don't yeah. think. Yeah, and it also depends on the people who are running the network. Because I mean, sure. the current show I'm the current show I'm working on uh, it airs on a network, and our the network uh, CEO hates it, but it does well in the ratings, so she really can't say nothing about it. Ah, okay. But but any day she could come on and cancel it because she doesn't like it, and she, you know she has every right to because she's the CEO of the company. Yeah. So, if, so you know, if the person who's in charge of NBC doesn't like these sci-fi, you know, shows, and they're not doing really well in the ratings, then they have an excuse to get rid of them. Yeah, I don't know if that's, uh, you know, I'm hoping at least in, in the case with NBC that's not probably true, 
because you know they were the ones behind Heroes. Um, yeah, they did that other nerdy show, Chuck. Um, you know, they they seem to be fairly into that genre a little bit. I mean, well, that was I think because wasn't Heroes Quantum was Leap so on, big on NBC when it was on the air. I think it was an NBC. Oh yeah, show. Yeah, but that's the, those the network heads have changed since then. Sure, sure, right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, every sh- I think every network's had a really good sci-fi show here or there. Right. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried about that that Terminator Sarah Connor thing being on Fox. You know, the oh, the, I know the, the death of they got uh, such a great track record with that. Oh man. I mean, yeah. you know, the the only thing that'll probably save that if it doesn't take off. Although I think it maybe be or have a fair chance just because it's not going to have a whole lot of competition with new content. You know, with with all these other shows being gone. But yeah. uh, you know, in in the past, they could have nine or ten episodes done and only show like two of them or three of them or whatever, and and dump it, uh, you know, midstream like that. So we'll we'll see. I mean, they, the commercials look good. I don't know. We'll have to see what the show's like. I, I'm hoping that it'll be interesting. And I guess they're going to do another movie now, right? They're going to do Terminator Four or whatever. Four. Yeah. Yep. Which uh, is interesting. I I keep I was hearing that Christian Bale was kind of up for like the main part in that. They That's correct. To be about John Connor, I believe, and the the the, the start of start of the war between the machines and man and everything like that. You think he would take on that role, even though he's like Mister Batman now? You know, he plays Batman. And you think he'd take another franchise role on? I don't know if he would do that or not. Well, I mean, right now it's only going to be one ep- one movie. You know, well, even though it's, You're right. You're even right. though it's a third, you know, there's three movies before it. He never played that role, so. That's he true. Just it's not doing... like Batman, where you know it's Batman one, two, whatever. And yeah, so. yeah. Which that looks cool. That next movie, The Dark Knight, that looks cool. Yeah. The pictures of the Joker are awesome. <laughs> I mean, I, I just I've read the comic for so long, and I just think they're really finally getting what the essence of it is. You know, you can pick up in the preview about how basically the Joker's telling him, you know, these people think you're kind of crazy, and he's telling Batman this, and that's true. That's so true in the comic. People are kind of scared of him, and they think he's, you know, kind of a nut, and he is kind of, you know. Uh, and then, basically, it's like he sort of, they're bringing out the whole thing that Batman almost creates these crazy villains to go after him. It's sort of like uh, his opposite, or whatever you want to call it, like his mirror universe version of, of him. And, and they're just really bringing a lot of the comic book elements into it, which I'm I'm really happy about. I think that uh, for the people that... Uh, that like that and follow that, I think they're really going to be, be happy with this. And I thought the first one was great. And this one looks even more, uh, more spectacular. So, uh, going to be a lot of good movies next summer. Um, but before movie talk more, did, was there anything else? I know some of you watch pushing daisies. What's up with that? Does anyone want to talk about that one? Kenny or Jen? Yeah, I think I, you're watching that. I mean, go ahead. Do you want to go, do you want to talk Jen or do you want me to? You can talk because my DVR stopped recording it, and I am so oh, far behind. Man, it just no. has a mind of its own. <laughs> this is, I was uh, so yeah. mad. Is it a cable oh, DVR? Yeah. Is it one for your cable company? Yes, yeah, my cable uh, company owns it. TiVo, so. TiVo. <laughs> so, yeah, I watch Pushing Daisies, and I think it's my favorite new series of the season. Um, and has and that it, ended it, course, now, Kenny, or yes, are they still? Yeah. Okay. It ended. It ended, and it also ended on, like, a mid-season type of thing, so it kind of had a big revelation at the very end, and, uh-huh. you know, it I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I can't wait for it to come back, and it's doing well in the ratings. And it, so that you know, one got should picked, be back then? That one should come back? That one, yeah, that one got picked up for a second season already, so. Good. Oh, good. 
Yeah, we'll so all have time to catch awesome. up on it while while one we're... good thing one good thing coming back. Do you think they'll rerun but, uh, that at all? Do, do you think, or do they have plans to do that when they're going to have like not a lot of new stuff to show? Do you think some of these things will get rerun? I'm sure they're going to do it. I'm sure they're going to rerun it, or they'll come out in DVD before the new season comes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You no, know, they're doing that a lot now. How many were there? Do you know what the total was? There what were did... nine. Nine. Okay. Nine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to get were... caught up on that. Lynn likes that a lot. My wife likes that show quite a bit. And I just had, you know, like you said, there was a lot of TV on this fall, and there, I was running out of time to watch it all. Yeah, so yeah this one was that. definitely a must. I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, it's 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 just, it's different. It's different than anything yeah. else on TV. Yeah, exactly. Just the, you know, the camera work and the colors and the, the way it's shot and the world they live in is just so... It's nice Tim that they Burton-ish. try that once in a while, you know, something a little different, you know, not just yeah. another, like, you know, CSI show. Oh, my gosh. I mean, how many of those do you need? Come on. I'm just <laughs> Yeah, like, but they all, they all do well, so they keep making them. That's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get it, I guess. I, I mean, even people I know that watch those that I talk to them, I say, well, so how, how different was this week's show? You know, what did they do different? Was there somebody dead? Did they figure out who did it? You know, I mean, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I... I I've tried to watch those a few times just to see what everyone was, you know, what the whole deal was, and I've just never really gotten that interested in them. But I, I, I tend to watch things, obviously, as that are not too, like, you know, regular life so much. You know what I mean? I mean, I yeah, it's um, that that to me is just, I don't know. I just haven't been able to ever watch those. I think the, uh, I think the last cop show I watched pretty regularly was NYPD Blue, I think was... I watched that fairly regularly, at least the first few years of it, but a little too real sometimes, a little too much like real life. But um, anything else, Actually, at least on, uh, on on TV? I liked, uh, how about Stargate Atlantis? Uh, what do, uh, were people watching that? I thought it was great. I thought the 10, you know, they did 10 episodes, and they're going to come back in the early part of January with, I think they have 10 more to show. Uh, but uh, I thought this was a pretty good season so far. They did some interesting things. Is, are people watching that? Anyone else want to mention anything or talk about SGA? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't watch it. So you're watching that one. I don't either. But it's uh, it's still good, and it's still on Friday nights. Uh, and then they're doing that that movie, right? Uh, did you post something about that one, Kenny, on the forum? Yeah, I did. The the, uh, the DVD yeah, called uh, something the, about the Ark, the Stargate Ark of Truth, the Ark of Truth. It? Yeah, the Ark of Truth. Yeah, that's the taking up the the Stargate SG One storyline, right? And that comes out in yeah. March, I believe. The yep. DVD. That's yeah. correct, March. And then they've got another one that's already, I think, been filmed, but not sure when that's coming out. Maybe summer or next fall, even. That's sort of, uh, and, and I think it's its own story. I don't think it has to deal with with much that happened on the series. Like this, this arc one is supposed to finish up the Ori storyline and everything that happened on towards the last few seasons of of sg1 and then the uh, other movie though i think is supposed to be kind of independent of of what's gone on before so and then i guess they're maybe thinking of doing another tv series in general another stargate something overall uh at some point in time so they're trying to keep that they're trying to make that their star trek franchise you know the uh stargate for the sci-fi channel which it's it's done pretty well for them you know, SG One lasted for ten years. That's that's a good run. So, um, anything else TV wise? Anything else anyone's watching that they're liking or or not liking or? Well, I'm. I was going to comment on the uh, CSI thing. I watch 
on CSI Miami quite regularly. What's that? You're breaking up. You're breaking up. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Miami. Now, that's the one with what's-his-name that used to be on NYPD, right? Uh, David uh, Crusoe. Crusoe. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that one. God, his mm-hmm. hair is red. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what do you think about that, Tim, that show? I I like I like it the best out of all three, um, simply because it takes a little lighter tone uh-huh. uh, compared to the other two, um, and it's on Monday nights, which there's nothing else on, so yeah. <laughs> that helps. Uh, mm-hmm. It 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 has a nice story arc as well, which is kind of unique. Although it's kind of subtle, it's still there. It's, there's a there's a feeling of progress in the storyline it, it may take like two episodes to see it but you see it eventually uh-huh which is very nice and i just like the actors who do it yeah it's uh it, it is pretty interesting how they have so many of those on and they've uh now do they ever cross over do those people ever jump like from show to show and do like a you know guest spot on their other csi yes well they have they, they do have it to- they did it with the beginning series, like CSI. The original CSI started, and then they had one to introduce Miami, yeah. and then another one to introduce New York. I don't know if they did it again. Yeah, so they don't. They do that occasionally, though. They have shown up on each other's shows or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. it's rare, but you see it once in a while. Okay, all right. Uh... Well, let's uh, that uh, probably wraps things up pretty good for for television. We're looking forward to um, things coming on in the new year, at least the limited stuff that's going to run, and we hope the writers settle things. And you know, they just need to lock them all in a room and let them say, you know, you're not coming out until you settle this. It's uh, <laughs> it, it, it's really uh, I don't know. It just kind of amazes me how they can they can let these things go on as long as they do. I guess, but then there's. That, it's all I about think money. some of yeah it is it's all about and and unfortunately it seems like the people that are in the upper positions like with the networks and things like that you know it's not like they don't have a job you know what I mean yeah. I mean when they, what's their incentive to settle it really I mean I, although they're going to start feeling it when the advertising dollars stop and and stuff like that <laughs> I, I guess uh, I guess I was reading somewhere that they're actually starting to have to like either refund or rework some of their contracts with some of their advertisers. Yeah. Yeah, they're called make goods. Yeah, because of uh, because of what you know, no content to show uh, what they want to advertise with, and they have deals, and they're they're kind of not being able to f- fulfill that. So uh, uh, that's um, that. Well, that's probably when it's going to start to say, "Hey, we got to get this settled." So uh, hey, let's uh, let's switch over and talk about some of the movies. I don't know who's seen what. Uh, I've seen a couple of the new things that have come out. Uh, I thought we could talk briefly about uh, I Am Legend. Unless I'm the only one that's seen that. Has anyone else seen it yet? I don't no. want to. Okay. Jeff, you saw it, right? Is that who I heard? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I talked, I think, I mentioned it a little bit last week on the podcast. I mean, I'll just say I thought it was really good. I thought that Will Smith is like, you know, basically the guy can do any movie. I, I just totally was impressed with how he did in this movie, especially since the movie is basically him. He doesn't even really have a lot of dialogue at times, uh, but I, I, I was really impressed by it. I thought it was a great movie, really intense. I'm glad I saw it in the theater, um, and they it just really well put together. So, uh, Jeff, what did what did you think? Yeah, I agree. I thought it was uh, really good. I was really impressed with Will Smith, and uh, like I say, it seems like uh, 
and with each role, he's getting better and better, and uh, like really solidifying himself as a like one of the, the top guys in the uh, in the business. And uh, yeah, I heard it. Say I, I heard it was like the most, the biggest December opening like ever, or something like that. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Yeah, so obviously, people. He's a actually Will Smith. It seems like anything that he's in seems to draw a lot of people. So he's obviously a, a popular guy. But it was an intense movie. Like um, I found actually the. You know, I'm not much of a guy for kind of scary or creepy movies, but I really enjoyed this. And I, the parts that creeped me out was more just kind of the, you know, just the stuff with Will Smith by himself, really. Just the yeah. anticipation in the movie was the creepiest part. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a really good movie. And, you know, the, there's a lot of people, and maybe Duffster can, can comment about this. The uh, You know, there's been a lot of talk that I've been reading about people comparing it to the original book. And then there have been a couple other versions of that book. Um, one, in, I think, in the 60s with Vincent Price, and then The Omega Man with Charlton Heston, I think, in, their, in like, 70, 71. Um, but I, I just, you know, those things were quite a while ago. And I, I don't know, I just try to look at something through, like, you know, hey, let's let's see this, you know, for itself and not try to play a comparison so much. Um you know, there've been. It's not like they just made this like two years ago, and somebody's remaking it again or whatever. I mean, it's, it's it, these things are different enough. I guess they can. I can see them sort of standing on their own. Have you ever read that book, Duffster? Uh, no, but from what I understand, this is the, the closest adapted adaption of the book. Because uh-huh. um, a Mega Man definitely it was, that was a fun movie, but it wasn't really wasn't the, the book, story. right? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, and that book was like, you know, 50 years ago, you know, 50, more than 50 exactly. years ago. So it's very hard to, to take that and, oh, that's not the book. Well, you know, unless you make it a, a retro piece and it's set in like 1950 or whatever, it's not going to be really. I mean, it's, you know, things are so different now, you got to kind of update it a little bit. So, um, but yeah, I, I definitely recommend uh, to anyone listening or the rest of you that haven't seen it yet, you know, go check it out. It's, uh, you know, it may not be everyone's kind of, as they say, cup of tea, but I, I think uh, I think it was pretty interesting film, and uh, it's different. You know, not something, not the typical movie that that Hollywood likes. I think there was a lot of, uh, I guess, thinking type thoughts in there. I guess that's part of the story, the original story. So, um, so go check it out. Anything else? What? What? Somebody else tell me something you've seen recently. I don't even care if it's in the theater, but something that you liked maybe, and you'd recommend. Golden Compass. Yeah, we can talk about that. That's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, I watched that. I I haven't I haven't read the book, obviously, and um, I I went to watch it and I found it to be a very good movie. Um, you know, a lot of people I've you know I've heard from the forums, and my dad even asked me the whole um, anti-Christian controversy. And to be honest, it didn't really have anything. I would say the biggest quote-unquote controversy would be the demons but even then it was not even that big a thing so i guess it's in later books that that comes on isn't it yeah it is actually a little i mean i i I actually started to read the second book uh about a week or so ago give or take not i'm not too much into it yet but it does a little bit get into that uh a little more definitely more than the first book and and there were tiny bits i think in the first book but they really didn't pull those in and, and, and put that into the movie. So, And it, it's not super critical for the plot, at least in the first book. Definitely it isn't. So 
Um, but the yeah, there there are some elements later. But the the thing about a lot of that is is that if people read it, this is not these people, um, the characters and everything. They're not set on Earth. This isn't Earth. They're not in you know our world. So you know they they there are similarities, of course, because that's most even sci-fi and fantasy. You have to have some common ground you know they look like people and that kind of stuff but uh but it isn't earth and it's a story so i but they do bring in you know basically one of the characters in the book is sort of anti against the church and anti um i I don't know if you call it exactly anti-religion but but again this isn't really set on earth so i i at least personally to me it's just a book i i enjoy reading it i like some of the things that are going on and and I, i enjoyed the movie as well so um it's I, I don't have any problem with, you know, separating the two. It's uh, some people do, <laughs> you know, I, you know. But um, anyone else that have either read the book or seen the movie that that want to say yeah. something about it? Well, I, I've read the book. I've read the book, and uh, I really enjoyed the book. I wanted to see the movie. I just haven't had time. I'll probably see it hopefully over the holiday uh-huh. period here. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't. I mean, I know, you know, I heard that they t- you know took out all the Christian themes. Uh, out of the movie but like you said there's not really that much in the first book um mm-hmm. i'm only about two chapters into the second book and i haven't seen anything in there either so you know it's you know to each their own but it is a book and sure yeah you know it's not yeah i'm fine know, like, it is what it is yeah that's exactly what i think kenny you know to each their own it's i have the trouble that i always have is, is i don't care if somebody doesn't like it because they're thinking well they don't like the the religious parts of it or the anti-religious parts of it that's fine but don't you know then say well you know yeah. condemn the thing for all of the rest of you know the world because of that i mean you there are some people out there that that don't have a problem with that so yeah i um, mean it's the same thing with the harry potter books sure you know exactly they oh, spout yeah. that they teach witch witchcraft and i'm like well there's not a single witchcraft thing in the book i mean they're witches and wit, you know, and wizards, but yeah, I think they gave up on that a little bit. You know, somewhere around the middle of the Harry <laughs> Potter series, they there seemed like there was more, um, you know, anti Potter stuff that I would read about and see. But I think as it became even more popular and even more big, I think these people realized, hey, you know what, you're you're not really going to be able to stop this or fight it. And I think they kind of gave up a little bit. I don't know. Towards the end, like when this last book came out in the last movie. I didn't mm-hmm. hear a lot much anymore about people, you know, oh, we're not going to carry those Potter books in our library, and we're not going to... I'm sure there are places out there that are still doing that, but I, I think they... It's hard to fight City Hall kind of thing, and it became so yeah. popular. I, I I mean, wasn't she like Woman of the Year or Man of the Year for Time or whatever they call it? Uh, and, no, and she, she was a uh, person. Or person last of the... Year. All right, sorry, whatever last they, year she was... Yeah, person. last year she was Person of the Year. This year she was runner-up to it. Oh, okay. All right. But anyway, she's, you know, it's it, it's so popular. I just, I mean, I was yeah. when I was traveling to Taiwan, I was carrying that book around with me because I would have some time to read it. And even people that, you know, in Taiwan were like saying, oh, you, you read Harry Potter? You know, it's like, yeah. You know, it's, they were very excited to see that. And, and uh, I mean, it's worldwide. So uh, um, it it's very... Uh, you know, to and it's just these are just stories. I mean, they're not. To, I guess I always think if you're that worried about and, and uncertain of what you believe in, that you're worried about a book or a movie, then you know maybe you need to worry about you know what you're believing in to begin with, or your how strong your beliefs are. That's at least you know not to get too much into that whole topic, but uh, 
You know, I, well, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, when I, you know, most people who complain haven't read them. Right. It's all it's all hearsay. That's they a hear good it point. from somebody. Yep. You know, and they if you read the book or if you read Golden Compass or Harry Potter, you would realize, you know, I mean, I, I can't <laughs> that say you're that still about fine Compass, at the end of it. But... You don't haven't turned into some kind of like you know, go out and kill a goat and drink its blood. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you haven't changed into oh. this strange bad person because you've read Harry Potter. Oh my gosh, you know, that's, yeah. uh You know, they they um they, they yeah. You're right, Kenny. Though there are a lot of people that make some a lot of prejudgments. So um. But uh, but anyway, and I know everyone out there is going to go see the Alien movie on Christmas, right? You, oh, yeah, wait. A- a- Jen's going to go, right? Nothing says Christmas like an alien ripping itself out of your midst. There was a cartoon. I just, I, I, yeah, I, I just saw this. Uh, somebody posted a cartoon. I'll try to find it and post it on the forums. But there was exactly that. It was like a... A, a boy and his dad or whatever and they're sitting in a movie theater this cartoon somebody drew and there's the alien and predator on the screen and and the kid's turning to his dad and said this is the best christmas ever you know? <laughs> and, and it's uh you know the alien is getting its head ripped off or something like that and uh yeah i think it's kind of funny that they decided you know out of, out of all the days and, and they're kind of advertising it like that you know i've seen some mm-hmm. of these commercials for it and they'll say you know for this holiday season, <laughs> and then the, and then you see these, you know, you hear the little noise, and the little predator red light thing comes on, and the, you know, and there's this alien head coming out of dripping water, and 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 uh, you know, come to the theater and <laughs> see this nice, fun, f- family-filled film. So, uh, but let's talk about uh, let's uh, since that's um, you know, let's talk about real. Let's get into holiday talk a little and and movies and that well what is uh let's go around and see what people like to watch at this time of year what's get you in the uh the holiday spirit for either a tv show or a movie or what do you pull out and watch um who wants to uh, start us off i'll start, I'll start. Okay, i knew that was gonna happen <laughs> yeah there, there's only one movie we make sure we watch every year and that's the christmas story because yeah. <laughs> 24 hours of Christmas story on TVS. We're there Ralphie, at least twice. You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> you'll shoot your <laughs> eye out. <laughs> and uh, I, I also like the the remake of uh, Scrooge with uh, with uh, Murray too. It's probably our other favorite one. Yeah, I haven't seen that one in a while, but that is a good one. Yeah, I like that too. Who else? I think uh, uh, for my my must see would be White Christmas. That's ah, classic. Bing, yeah, yeah, that one, and then Elf. Elf is my new, my new must see. <laughs> That's a great year. one too. I, I haven't seen that yet. Believe it or not, I haven't seen Elf yet, and I, and I, I should. I need to see that. Yeah, I, I like. Uh, yeah, that's a good one too. Who else, Jen? What what's your uh, uh, holiday favorites to watch? Charlie Brown Christmas and It's a Wonderful Life. Ah, can't go wrong with classic. those two. That's yeah. like my my wife's favorite. I think it's a wonderful life. That she mm-hmm. she loves that movie. Um, can't go wrong with Jimmy Stewart. No, no, <laughs> you can't. You can't go wrong with the him. Um, who else? Tim. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas and the the second one I can't remember. I think it's Christmas again, and then the one by Tim Allen where he's a superhero. I can't remember what it's called. Or no, it wasn't Tim Allen. 
the, the I, I cannot remember the name of it, but the Arnold he movie? came out the with a Christmas movie a long, long ago. The Jingle All the Way movie or Jingle All the Way, yes. yeah. Jingle Arnold. All the Way. Yes. Arnold, Arnold. With, with the governor. Arnold. Arnold. Governor. God, why did I get the name screwed up? <laughs> I need this toy. I need the toy now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just that watched was that last night. Sinbad or something, wasn't that the guy in that? The the other guy that wanted the toy Sinbad. too. Sinbad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's uh that that one's yeah, that's a pretty funny funny movie. Who else? Jeff, are you you got some favorites? Um yeah, I'm like a Duster, uh, the Christmas story is probably my top one. And then also I like uh like the the Christmas vacation, the National Lampoon one. I always oh, really awesome. like that one as well. <laughs> one's funny. Yeah, that's uh yeah, it's probably pretty even for me. I'm I'm the same way. The Christmas story one and Christmas vacation is uh are the two biggies for me and uh gotta watch those and then they have uh they have the uh you know, all day Christmas story marathon on uh what is that, T N T. So that that you can see that like all day, at least in the United States, they show that um all day on Christmas, so we always have that on, you know, see this part again, see that part again. It doesn't get old, so. The interesting free- thing, too, is I got the, um, I got the, uh, the, the, D- the double DVD, and it's so interesting to watch the extras and to see those kids like Ralphie and, and like, Flick. And, oh, yeah, when they're and, older you know, now, yeah. Yeah, when they're older, and they look so different. It's just, like, <laughs> so strange. Yeah, you're right. That's uh, that is good. I've I think I've got that too, and I've watched some of that. And they were there was one year I think TNT he was doing like little intros during the movie, or he had little bits they were showing on TV. I think him he looks the same. It's amazing how much he still looks like you know when he was in that movie. I don't know. He just obviously he's older, but he, he you could really pick him out. I mean, if he was in a lineup and you say which one of these guys was Ralphie, you know, you'd be able to figure out which one which one it is. Um, Scared of one eye. Yeah, eye exactly. Out. He shot his other eye out. But uh, yeah, I'm or he's to, blind from. Did anyone poisoning. see that Shrek the Halls? I don't know who likes Shrek, but I thought they did a. That was a pretty good, uh, pretty good movie. That was, or not movie? Oh, yeah, but I, TV show. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That's a must see every Christmas now for me. I have it on my DVR, so it'll be there for as long as I can keep it. Yeah, that uh, it was very I thought, funny. It was I thought really that was really well, well done. For a TV show. Yeah. yeah, for 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 a half hour, and they had all the original uh, voices and everything. I thought they did a great job with that. It was really well done. Yeah, I agree. The um, uh, anything else uh, uh, Christmas that uh, you know Christmas traditions people like to do at this time of year, or people go. Out I and... think I have a new one. What's that? The Star Wars Holiday Special. I just just saw five minutes of that horrible, horrible (laughs) excuse for a a variety show. Was that the first that you'd ever seen it at all? Yes. You've never seen any of it? I don't know when it aired, but I was really young when the first Star Star Wars movie came out. I may have fallen asleep because it was like two hours long. So if I did watch it, I probably fell asleep in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. You'll... You'll kill yourself if you try to watch it all. I mean, it's just, yeah. Uh, I, my it boss is... recently watched it at work, and he kept coming out of his office doing the B. Arthur, you know, Greedo dance show hands, you know, with his fingers <laughs> dancing and singing that stupid song. 
I don't know. There's a um, a website called um, StarWarsHolidaySpecial.com, and you can actually download those songs and listen to them, and they are horrible. He thinks that that song should be a drinking song. Every time she says, friend, you take a drink. And he counted, it's like 30 times. <laughs> but anyway, it was pretty ridiculous. We, of course, had nothing to do yesterday other than watch this, so... Yeah, that, I've got an I've got a really bad copy of it somewhere on on VHS tape, and I've I think yeah, I managed so I. to get through it all one time, and that's about it's never gotten it's never come back back out of the box, and um, but it, it's amazingly bad. I mean, it's like how could they have thought that this was I don't know. I just it, it's just amazingly bad. It's not even really sometimes funny bad. It's just really bad. <laughs> So, um, yeah, that, that is a, I've heard other people say that's kind of a tradition they like to, uh, to watch each year or something. I don't know how they do it, but, um, it's, it's really bad. Yeah. But you know, Rico, you can, you can do like a mystery science theater on that. Exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is a good idea. I don't, uh, yeah. I'd have, but that mean I'd have to sit there and watch it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we'd skip through some of the parts, you know, like like Carrie Fisher singing and 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 then Harrison Ford just looks so unhappy in that movie or whatever <laughs> that TV show. You know, he's uh, I, you can tell he's just dying. You know, it's like oh my gosh, they're not paying me nearly enough to do this. So yeah, that's uh, that's a rough one. Anything else uh, that people uh, like at this time? Do you guys all use uh, who uses a, a real tree anymore? Anyone still using real trees, or do you all have artificial? I do. You have a real yep. one, Kenny. No, I, real all the way. I never. I don't want artificial. I like the smell. I like picking one out. It's, it's tradition, and yeah. Who else was? Saying I mean, I've been, I've been thinking about doing a artificial, but definitely real all the way. Yeah, I was like that for a long time too. Until our one of one real tree I got kind of fell over and broke a bunch of ornaments, and then Lynn said, "Nope, that's it. We're no, no, we're no more. We're getting an artificial one. It never falls over, you know." And I just kind of said, "All right, whatever." So uh, it is easier. We we, but... we used to have artificial, or we used to use our artificial tree, which we still have. But ever since the friends of ours would just go out and cut trees, like seven of seven of them for. Uh-huh. Our high school and friends, we're just like, yeah, that artificial tree doesn't work because cause they just fall off the ornaments because the branches were so weak. Yeah. So we just went real. My cat got stuck in our last artificial tree. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> got stuck. I came home from work and he had climbed halfway up into the middle of the tree and his legs, his front legs, had. You know, where you would put your crutches if you had a broken leg. Yeah. He had branches underneath his arms and he was hanging <laughs> suspended and crying. And so we haven't put it up since we, we got my cat. So. <laughs> what is it with cats and trees? As soon as we put ours up, the cat was underneath it looking up there, going, mm-hmm, I'm going to conquer it this year. <laughs> New climbing thing. Well, yeah, was, cool. yeah, like that scene in Christmas uh, Vacation where the cat's chewing on the wires. That's what they like right. to do, too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, that uh, you know, uh, kitty cat used all its nine lives all up. But uh, yeah, cats—they're not very smart. Sometimes uh, you know they'll, they'll do things and then they, you know, they get into a spot that they don't think about. Like, oh, how am I going to get back down? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we've had some cats that have done that before too. Especially the real ones. We never—they don't seem to bother the artificial as much. But uh, the real one, the smell, and I don't know, something attracted them more. But 
Anything else? Uh, I wanted to. We spent a few minutes at the end here um, talking about some of the future things coming up, like in next year. We talked a little bit about TV and you know talk about some of the movies uh, for next year. Star Trek, of course, will be out on Christmas in. Well, we're almost down to a year now, so uh, and they're filming it. And uh, I was just looking po- today before we got uh, on Skype about some of the latest things. I guess uh, some of the uh, people that they hired. Uh, some of the smaller parts, uh, what was I reading? Yeah, there's um, Jennifer Morrison, who's one of the people on that TV show House. She's playing Kirk's mother. I guess there was another little story from the movie set about they, they turned the Star Trek movie set into uh, a non-smoking uh, set completely. I don't know if this is unusual for for Hollywood or whatever, but the the one person they were reporting that had a real big problem with it was uh Winona Ryder who's playing uh, Spock's mother in the movie i guess she's all like upset that they can't smoke you know it's like well you know it is california and it's not that probably cold <laughs> outside you could go outside I, I although i don't know maybe that makes the whole lot non-smoking too i'm not sure but that's possible i thought that was an interesting little little tidbit from the set and uh um but yeah they're they're working on that uh it's uh hopefully um they'll pull it all together i mean there's they seem to be trying to be very very and i'm not sure exactly why but they're you know little tiny little fuzzy photographs slipping out of the you know from the sets and they seem to be trying very hard to keep secrets uh about this movie and i i don't uh i haven't quite figured out why that's the case really i mean it's Star Trek's not exactly a new thing at all. So, uh, yeah. you know, I and obviously I know there have been some reports of what the storylines are and 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 a lot of different things like that, but they're keeping a lot of it hidden. And, and at least the last that I heard uh, is that the first sort of teaser trailer for the film will show up with J.J. Abrams uh, with Cloverfield in, in about a month in, in uh, January. So although that trailer supposedly won't really have a lot in it, It'll probably be uh, mostly some of the effects. Maybe we'll get a look at the the ship, and uh, maybe a little bit of footage from the film itself of the of the actors. But it's you know the classic teaser type trailer where they're not going to show a whole bunch. But uh, but yeah, they're maybe keeping... they don't want yeah maybe they don't want um, the fans to criticize it before they see it because you know how we are sure, as far as sure. uh, and that's you know, good, making that's judgments. That's probably a logical you know that's that's probably a good a good part of it but sometimes i think that kind of backfires on them a little bit i think if they keep things too secret then then people start creating their own idea like oh it must not be good because they're not letting anything out or or i heard this and i heard this i heard spock you know has got you know you know other things that are pointed besides his ears in this movie or i don't know whatever but (laughs) you know he's like people will start making up things i guess uh, if they don't get information, but I'm sure they'll start. You know, it is still a year away, so there's there's still a long uh, a long um, time before it comes out. But um, but anyway, uh, what else, uh, Kenny? There's some other movies I know that you're looking forward to next year, and there's some news uh, oh, about yeah, some of definitely. those. Oh yeah, definitely. Some things in, uh, even future more more than next year. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, the Harry Potter movie, The Half Blood Prince. Um, they've been announcing a lot of uh, is that minor next roles. Christmas, Kenny? Is that when that's coming out? That's next. Uh, it's November, the fall. Okay. Yeah, it's not quite December, but 
Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and then they only have one more movie after that, and then the series is over. So it'll be hard when there's no more Harry Potter, but I'll survive somehow. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. The other, Go ahead. The other big, the other big movie that I'm really excited about is The Hobbit that oh, they just yes. announced. Um, no. Peter Jackson is going to produce, I guess, but it doesn't sound like he's going to direct it, which I'm still okay with that because as long as he's running it, I know we'll get a quality movie. Sure. Um, you know, the weird thing is it's going to be two movies. and it's, I know Jen mentioned that she read somewhere that it was going to be based on the Hobbit movie and then, a, you know, an addition that they're going to write. But I heard they were going to split the movie into two just to, you know, make more money. Can't add more to the Hobbit. That would be blasphemy. There. <laughs> well, that's what I thought too. I'm like, there's no way they're going to write new content. I mean, they're already rewriting, you know, some of it. But I couldn't imagine them making up unless unless Tolkien has, you know, some hidden journal somewhere. Uh, well, but, you know, there is a lot to that that book. They could spend a lot of time on uh, some of the battles and some of the. That's you know, that's yeah. what I was thinking. I'm like, he can stretch out battles for an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone would love it too. Yeah, it was, yeah I uh, hope they do that. It was good they were finally going to um, settle their differences and have that come out. I mean, I, I kind of thought that would happen eventually, but it finally uh, finally looks like it's going to happen. I'm looking forward to at least for me next summer Indiana Jones. I, I just oh yeah, that's another one. I just can't wait for that. I mean, it's been a long time coming. I know there's been a lot of talk, you know, oh, he's too old, you know. and it, But it's I from the stuff I've heard and seen, it looks pretty good to me. Uh, I, I just don't think they, with all that talent they have, the, with Lucas and Spielberg and Harrison Ford, of course, I, don't, I just don't see how they can go wrong. And they spent a long, long time getting a script they were all happy with. So that, that's got to tell you something, too. So... If the story is solid, I think that's a long way to having a good movie. So, and Iron Man too. That's looking really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, does that does look good. And doesn't Dark Knight Iron come Man. out also next year? Yeah, that's that's in yep. June, I think. Yeah, there's uh, there's that. There's the next Narnia next summer. So there's there's a ton of uh, <laughs> can't wait. Ton of oh, new yeah, stuff. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a lot of good movies coming out. Is the Hulk next summer? The the second Hulk, although you know yep. the first one was kind of you yeah. know so so, but I you know I think they learned some things from doing that, so it's uh, it's good they're giving it another shot. Yeah, there's going to be a lot I, I a lot to see. I don't know hey everybody, Mister Moyer is joining <laughs> us finally. Hey. Yeah, hey, sorry about hey. that, guys. They they chose to uh, to turn off my internet at nine o'clock this morning because I switched to the new house and. Uh, didn't bother to tell me, so I'm back up again. Are you back in your new, your your old house, new house? What? Well, we're we're at our rental house right now, and we've had internet. You know, they switched it over Comcast from my old house to the new house, and decided to turn it off this morning at nine o'clock, right at the time the party started. Oh, okay, all right. But so I've, back th- I've thrown a I've thrown a picture of eggnog at them, and they don't get any of my fudge. Well, that's good, good, good. That's. Uh... Well, we've been uh, talking about movies, TV, and and a little bit of Christmas talk. Uh, tell us a cool. little bit, Mister uh, Mister Moyer. What is your uh, What are your favorite holiday movies to watch or TV shows? Wow, favorite. Well, we love to watch Monk and Psych Christmas specials because those are always a gas. 
Uh, let's see. My favorite of all time is uh, The Year Without a Santa Claus. Eat, Papa, eat. Who ever heard of a skinny Santa? I just love that. <laughs> and I want to be a dentist. I just Herbie. love that. Herbie or Herbie, yeah. yeah. Herbie. Yeah. Such a classic. Yeah, that is a good yes. one. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we have lots of cool Christmas traditions. This year's a little bit up in the air, but we're having fun. Well, I'm glad that uh, they seem to be working on your house pretty pretty good, and you're you're getting a lot done there uh, fairly fast, it Mo- looks like. Very fast. We're very excited about that. And uh, I'm just excited. I stayed up really late last night writing a poem for everybody. I don't know how long you've been into the Skypecast here, but Shoot, if I get a do chance, it. do if you, it. if you let me read one, I'd if love to ready, read it to you. If you're ready. Don't I'm to... ready. I've got got my laptop in front of me. I didn't even. I don't even have a printer here, but I can. I can read this to you. Go ahead. We're 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 eagerly waiting. Okay. Now I apologize to everyone out there in Treks and Sci-Fi Land. If you're on the forums and I didn't put you in this, it's only because I took the people that were on in the last 24 hours and used their names in the poem. Okay. So if you weren't there for the last couple of days, don't be offended. We still love you. This is called "Twas the Night Before Christmas" at Trex in Sci-Fi. Are you ready? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we go. Uh-oh. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna put on my most classic "Was the Night Before Christmas" voice to do it. So here we go. <clears throat> Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the forum, not a poster was posting, not even a quorum. Jedi Jeff was collecting mini mates by the score, in hopes that UPS had brought him some more. Kenny was moderating, just getting ready for bed, with visions of Hogwarts dancing in his head. (laughs) When through our speakers came a familiar sound fast. It was Rico, and he was doing a special Christmas Eve podcast. He'd invited all of us to join in the fun, he and his friends, including his MSU fan son. So Duffster brought a book, what a nice guy, and reminded us all to... Read more sci-fi. <laughs> that was what started what seemed like a whirl. As the post started mounting from our resident geek girl. Yes, it was Jen, and she and Angela were making angels in the snow, hoping to do a live chat on their anomaly show. Brian CD showed up and started singing a song. It was something about jingle bells and a triathlon. Mark and Roe chimed in and razzed Rico for a sec. He exclaimed in a loud voice, You watch too much Trek. <laughs> R- Rico, of course, responded by going out on a limb, and with a command from his chair, sicked Kaylee on him. <laughs> Just X said, Hold it, I've got to take score, and then left the forum to write a bit more. <laughs> K-Trek showed up and had something to say. He debated the pros and cons of going Blu-ray. <laughs> WSO32, while staying in France, exclaimed that he was, for his Christmas wish, liking to, like Rico, dance. <laughs> Rico said, hey, this is a bunch of dribble, and proceeded to wish Merry Christmas to his triple. <laughs> Star Trek Fanatic 5, Kenny, we all know, said, hey guys, make this quick. I've got to produce another show. The doctor from the RPG Iceman to us on the board logged on to the forum and struck a nice chord. He was building a model to give to Dave Kill, but stopped for a moment for another pain pill. (laughs) 
Picard said, hey, Icy, hope you get better. Then played with his kids till the little one's diaper got wetter. <laughs> King Link Sr. was studying for a final in algebra while taking small breaks to conquer in Zelda. Hey, Moyer showed up, a regular fixture, and posted some cool internet pictures. While reading posts, he took a few pokes, but no one laughed at his corny pun jokes. <laughs> Four lights joined in with 777 to make two, and both of them made the father and son review. Our friends with cool accents, of course, had to say that they loved Trek and they lived in the UK. And not to leave out or put asunder was Joby Drone and others from the land down under. And who could bother but to feel such a pressure? Because here came our friend John from Russia. Spidey27 piped up and in the know while commenting on all of his favorite science fiction shows. Psyche Hacker agreed and gave his two cents well, proclaiming that out of them all DS9 rocked, do tell. As the night went on, Pepper Dude showed up in the mix. While a really nice guy commented a bunch, it was Billy Bob 476. And he knew a little about everything and liked Rico a bunch, but had to prepare him his sack lunch. Just when it really started to get fun, guess who joined in? It was Wraith 1701. He told Rico how much he loved his podcast and then noticed the amount of his post rising fast. Black Ride was among us. Thought he heard Santa. Uh, we'd all eaten so many cookies we were looking for Melanta. He chuckled as he gave his awesome perspective and vowed us to all comments of cir circumspective. All sorts of people from all over the world joined to the discussion as the subjects unfurled, thanking Rico because he's such a cool guy. The group said, Merry Christmas, Treks in Sci-Fi! Then, a big ship hovered over Rico's car. It was Bob and his sidekick, Mr. Gebular. The stars were shimmering due to the snow as the aliens proclaimed, Take us to your Rico. So many had joined that it just had to stop. They should be sleeping, said Rico with a thought. So with that, our leader proclaimed oh so bright, to all a Merry Christmas and a warp speed good night. Bravo. Yay. Yay. <laughs> oh, great. Awesome. That was excellent. <laughs> nice. Just great. Yeah, so there you go. That I hope I didn't great. forget anybody. It was kind of hard. No, that was wonderful. <laughs> I, I'm that was great. totally impressed. That's great. <laughs> That's it was so fun. I went back and I read a bunch of different people's posts, so I'd actually get something fun in there as far as their personalities. But it was well, uh, yeah, it was just so, so perfect for everyone. I, I just... Uh, it's it's going to be great. I'll try to uh, try to snippet that out and post that up on the uh, the the audio of just that for everyone to to hear again on the forum. That was great, Rick. Oh, Thanks. that's cool. Good You're job. very very welcome. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas <laughs> to you. Merry Christmas. So I think uh, with that, I think we should end it. I hate to, you know, that's that's a hard act to follow. So. Uh, that's a perfect ending. Uh, I would like to thank everyone for joining in today. Uh, again, uh, a big uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, all that uh, to everyone out there listening and to, of course, especially to everyone here on the, the cast today and on the forum. Uh, you guys uh, are great. Uh, I really, uh, really appreciate all your uh, hard work uh, on the RPG, on the forum, coming in on the podcast here. It, uh, it makes the job so much uh, more fun, and, and uh, I just uh, really, really appreciate it. 
Thank you. Thank you, Rico, for creating this world for Texan Sci-Fi where we all met. So nope, if it wasn't no for you, trouble. we wouldn't be doing all this. No trouble. I know. It's really co- cool to have so many cool friends. I hope everyone finds, I'm you glad, know, Rico, uh, that you're doing this. finds a phaser in your stocking or a lightsaber. Well, I don't know. That might be hard to fit in there, but it might have a big <laughs> I'm, I'm holding out for a universal translator, man. Uh, okay. Universal all the way. Oh, I'd love to have that. Sweet. I would love to have that on, on going on these trips with, yeah. To Taiwan, be. yeah. I would like speak into this little silver tube, you know. Uh, uh, but yeah, it, uh, I hope everyone has a great Christmas, and I think uh, I think everyone uh, will. Um, well, I know some of us have snow. I don't know about uh, who who has uh, Jeff. You've got snow up there still. Oh yeah, yeah. it's not going away. Ours is kind of melting away <laughs> right now. We're like forty forty five today, so it's kind of melting and. Uh, and then the rest of you out there in, you know, the south and the west and, and the people, you guys, you guys don't have any snow. Do you have any snow, anyone else? We have, nope. snow, we have a little bit of snow. In the mountains, in the mountains, okay. Ours is almost melted away. It's almost it? all gone. Okay. All right. Well, hang on, folks. Uh, I'm just going to stop the recording, and, and we can, you know, can chit-chat uh, just kind of informal for a couple minutes, and uh, I will be right back. Thanks. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas! This has been a Rick Dosty Podcast production.
with a song of a wintry fairy land. Nice and rosy and comfy, cozy are we. We've snuggled close together like two birds of a feather would be. Let's take that road before us and sing a chorus or two. 